the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. The NFL kicks off this week. Get ready for the season with 32 NFL team previews from the Sports Gambling Podcast. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash NFL previews today. And the free roll football contest is back and better than ever. $5,000 up for grabs in our NFL contest and 1500 in our brand new college football contest. Sign up exclusively in our Discord channel, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. That is sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. Welcome, everybody, to the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford. I am coming to you from Newcastle upon Tyne in the northeast corner of England. Today is Tuesday, September 6th. And we are here to handicap a full slate. Uh, in fact, more than a full slate, if that's a thing. With games for Wednesday, September the 7th. Um, we've had a couple of old man specials this week so far with me and Moonaf. We've let Moonaf sit in his rocking chair tonight, <laughs> put his uh, blanket over his knees. We've got the young kids back. Um, introduce first, we'll go top right-hand corner, Mr. Noah Benick. Noah, what's happening? Um, yeah, Noah, sorry. <laughs> I'm on the bottom, but you know we're what? all good. Yeah, because what confused me then was, I looked at the top right, looked at Dylan and said your name anyway. So, hiya, Noah, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Malcolm. Maybe not as good as you. You have big flight here coming up. But, I mean, the last podcast that I was on, it was me, Dylan, and Muna. And the consensus gave out 14 correct plays of the 15. Whoa. So we were on point for, I believe it was Friday's slate. You can't be much better than that. So if you guys listen to that Thursday podcast, you were cashing big time. I noticed that because I was out – I was either working or drinking, one of the two. And then um, when when I caught when I came out with the, when I caught up with the chat the next day, I saw you three all uh, patting each other on the back, and I felt I felt all left out. I was like a little sad child in the corner. I had nothing to do with any of it. Um, Dylan, you are in the top right hand corner. I will say hello to you. How are you doing? I'm doing well, boys. How are we doing? I uh, hope everyone enjoyed their Labor Day. I don't know if they have that across the pond. Do they? Do you guys celebrate Labor Day? No, M- Moon. I've tried to explain to uh, explain it to me on Sunday. And I wasn't even sure he knew what he was talking about. What, what was he saying? He said it's for the, all the labourers or he just was yeah. talking a lot of shit, frankly. I honestly don't even know what it is. But <laughs> I, had, I, had a night, I had a nightmaric Labour Day because oh, where I was God. at for vacation, just like a little cabin on the lake type thing for us Americans typically. But uh, I had like, Terrible data and no Wi-Fi, so I couldn't do the podcast with you guys yesterday. And I was in one of Munaf's fantasy football leagues that he was talking about, and got absolutely destroyed in the draft. My, I had the auto draft in the first round because I couldn't get to service soon enough, so it gave me Jonathan Taylor. Not a bad pick, but I missed a huge wave of quarterbacks. Missed the first ten, so I ended up stacking the Lions, Jaguars, and. Um, Lions, Jaguars, and Seahawks offenses, which is just not going to turn out so great. Mm, yeah, it doesn't sound great. Um, I know uh, everyone's been on tenterhooks uh, 
with me keeping you up to date with the fantasy playoffs with the DGens League. Um, I'm taking on Cody Zeeb. Having scraped through on Sunday night when it looked like I was going to throw it, I'm taking on Cody Zeeb of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast, amongst other things, and got off to an absolute flyer last night. With the, nice. I had the Blue Jays and the Orioles, that doubleheader. Boba Shet Nanti Santander with five home <laughs> runs between <laughs> Cody must have just I bet the fight the first time he logged on just to have a maybe have a look at my lineup. Yeah. I was on five home runs, ten RBIs, <laughs> a batting average of six seventy. Absolutely wild. just shot a kid like a shot out of a cannon. Um I was just gone. So he's uh, he's playing catch up. I'll do well to um to lose from that position. So yeah, that pleased me. And, and, and as hey. we just you might yeah. you might meet him, Munaf, and a couple of the other SGPN guys out in Vegas, right? Well, we've just uh, as you've just touched on it, it's ten hours and thirty two minutes <laughs> uh, till the wheels go up, and I will watch my country fall away from beneath my feet and head across to uh, to to spend some time with uh, you ever with all the other DJs. You ever taken a big flight oh. like this before? I've done. I've been to Florida before, just a silly little Disney family holiday. Uh, no, Dylan, I'm not flying first class. Unless in the meantime, overnight, if you want to uh, phone up and upgrade me, um, I'll send you my. Uh, I'll send you my flight details, and you can. Um, you can do that. That'll be a nice surprise for me tomorrow when I get you. to. You don't deserve to be flying economy. <laughs> when I get to when I get to Amsterdam. Uh, in the morning, and I get I get upgraded. Um, I'll be very thankful to you, Dylan, for doing that. Sure. Sorry, I'll be flying. Act when you land. I've no idea, mate. I think I'll be too excited. I'll be flying first <laughs> class true. on the way back with all the money I've won. So that's uh, that's not go. a problem. <laughs> um, uh, tomorrow's card is weird at this Wild. point. Uh, we've got seventeen games because we've got two double headers. So the Yankees. And the twins was called off about 15 minutes ago, um, and that was uh, Joe Ryan and Garrett Cole. And there's also a Mets Pirates doubleheader from the Labor Day game that was postponed. And then we've got a load of games off the board as well. We've got no pitcher for Cleveland, and um, we've got no odds for about four or five games. But um, the the evening was drawing on, and we we need to get going. So we'll uh, we'll endeavour to catch a flight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've got to get to bed. Not that I'm going to get any sleep at all, but I need to get to bed and at least uh, at least try and get myself to the morning in one piece. So yeah, we're going to do the bed the very best that we can. There's, I mean, there's eight or nine games that have full full lines on, so we'll be able to make some picks, but not as uh, not as clear as things often are when we record at this time. I don't really know why that is, but we will crack on with the doubleheader. In fact, well, both doubleheaders uh, we can tackle first um, because uh, provisionally they're going to be the earliest starts. The 12.35 Eastern first pitch for game one of the Mets at the Pirates. Uh, second game is a 6.35 Eastern first pitch. Pitches matchups as far as we are aware. I've got Jacob deGrom and Bryce Wilson against um, Chris Bassett and... Uh, Oviedo is what's his name I want to say Brian yeah. but Brian was a Brian Oviedo is it Brian the cop Brian no. was a footballer who played for Sunderland in the Premier League about about 17 years ago so it's Johan Yo. Oviedo um, go figure go figure lines I have and again this is a weird thing I have lines for both games but they're identical so I don't think this is accurate. Um, with the Mets at minus 210, the Pirates at plus 180, 
the spread set at eight and a half for both games. So I don't think that's correct either. Um, so it's a mess in terms of handicapping. Uh, so we let Dylan do it. Dylan, anything you want to tell us about this or should we just crack on? Uh, no, I, I got some lines for you because I have the same pictures for uh, both games. So for the first game, I made the Mets a minus 315 favorite. Minus one and a half is minus 180. Flipped that for the Pirates. I made the total 7.3. Um, and yeah, for the second one, a little a little shorter, but I still made the Mets a pretty big favorite. Minus 265 on the money line. Minus one and a half, minus 150. Pirates, same thing, flip it. And then the total, I made eight. But uh Little key notes. Um, I, like I said, I, I did make them a really big favor against the guy we love to fade, Bryce Wilson. Uh, the Braves, they're they're on the Mets. Excuse my French, but ass right now. And I, and I think this the schedule kind of sets up nice for the Mets down the stretch. So we need these two games because the series against the Nationals did not help us at all. Uh, the Mets, they're a great road team, and I think. Out of uh, with two of our three aces on the mound and uh, Bassett and Degrom, I don't think the Pirates will be able to get anything going against them. But I feel like the line the lines will be inflated a little bit, so maybe a team total over for the Mets. Anything above a four, four and a half. And second game, I'll probably look towards the Mets minus one and a half. If we could get anything under minus one forty, I think there's value there. Uh, Noah, did you have any anything on this uh, doubleheader at all? So the Taiwan uh, Walker, Mitch Keller transferred over today, right? That's the matchup? Yes. So I I have this note. Um, The Taiwan Walker has started 24 games this year, and 16 of them have hit the under. And No, I just interrupted you. That that game's tonight. That's the Tuesday game. Oh, I thought. I thought that's the wrong New York team that got postponed. My bad. Um, yeah, yeah, the Mets. Yeah, the Mets got postponed on Monday, so Walker and Keller are going today. Tomorrow is Degrom and Wilson and Bassett and uh, Oviedo. We think card is wild. Okay, um, definitely. You mentioned that the prices just seem like they're the same and could be off. If yeah. it is true for that first game with Bryce Wilson on the mound, I'm all over the Mets. Um, that everybody knows how I feel about Wilson. Uh, it's complete auto fade for me. But um, this this pirates lineup they don't really have like their key hitters aren't really batting well right now reynolds uh to brian hayes it's just not really clicking for the pirates i think the mets need to take both these games here so that's my only analysis i guess it's it's worth watching the pirates to occasionally say o'neill cruz threw it really hard uh, honestly really but he's hitting like 200 too it's like it's that I, I don't care watch how hard he throws it but it's fun um so oh, the, only thing, wild. the only thing I had written down when I saw this and I saw the odds was uh, the Mets parlay, which was playing round about plus 110. We don't often do <laughs> that. I like the that. Yankees parlay too. Yeah, so, I mean, it's, it's just about impossible to give anything concrete out. As it is, um, on this Yankees game, which is uh, the Yankees doubleheader, which is the next one up. So we'll get this out of the way before we get into a bit more uh, concrete information. 3.05, um, first pitch for the first game. Um, second game will follow that one. So the postponed game today was Garrett Cole and Joe Ryan, um, which I'm seeing slated as game two uh, tomorrow, with game one slated as Domingo Herman going for New York and Louis Varland um, going for Minnesota. I had some bits and bobs on Varland um, as the 
Twins number 11 prospect. Um, he only debuted in Tripoli on August the 13th. So he hasn't, uh, he hasn't been there very long, three weeks. Um, been in double A before that. He gets loads of strikeouts. He's had double digit strikeout games at double A. He struck out eight in his debut uh, at Triple A in that game on August the 13th. So I thought a cheeky K prop on Louis Varland might be an option. We'll see if maybe no one knows anything about that. Um, and Domingo Herman is pitching really well. He's got a 201 ERA in his last five starts. He's only pitched 49 innings uh, this season, but he's done okay. Um, on top of that, though, I've got absolutely bugger all the while. I've got no picks for it. So, uh, Noah, do you know anything about Varland at all, or is this just a pass until we until we get to the next one? My only thing is, like, the Yankees aren't really one of those teams that I like to fade when it comes to strikeouts, but Leo Varland does have a little bit of uh, juice coming out of that arm. Strikeout number's good in the minors. I see what you're looking at, Mel, and, uh, you know, if you're if you're feeling risky, go ahead. Would they not? Would that not be adjusted down though? What would have been his debut and taking on the Yankees? Would you see a line at maybe three and a half or yes. something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would. I yeah, would assume would. it's going to be like three and a half. I mean, I, you just look at a couple of these other guys that have come up and look like they could rack up strikeouts. Uh, Tommy Henry for one, Brian Bay yep. for another. Just a couple of guys that we've liked coming up the ranks and. Their, their K props open up as like two and a half, three and a half. I think there's uh, definitely value. I just, the Yankees seem like a tough matchup in your first MLB pitching start. Do you know how many strikeouts um, Hunter Brown notched last night? Five. Oh, he's he looked, five. Okay. He looked pretty good. And not going to yeah. lie, like he grew up, and this is the whole story that, I mean, Detroit, you throw Verlander in any headline and we'll love it. Um, he grew up idolizing Justin Verlander, and I don't know if you've seen the Pitching Ninja video. I saw They're, the side-by-side, yeah. yes. It is wild. It's That's uh, f- number four, counter on wild. I don't know why I keep saying that in this podcast, but um, it is pretty cool watching both of those guys hologram together pitching. They look very similar. It's almost like Houston's cheating. <laughs> and uh, Dylan, anything for this doubleheader at all? Uh, nothing really to add concrete wise, just that Yankees, they have owned the Minnesota twins this year. And over here, I'm about uh, like 15, 20 minutes from Yankee stadium. It's pouring out today, tomorrow. You got wind blowing in at 10 miles an hour. So we might see some sloppy, ugly baseball. So I do actually see lines now that I'm looking at both of those games. I actually see lines and they're short. They're like seven and a half for the totals for both games. So I see why it's slow because the conditions out here in the Northeast are very bad right now. David, talking about Louis Varland gets us to um, a subject that we've touched on a little bit, which certainly made moon after this last September, which was taking rookie pitches and we've yeah. act like who come up in September. You always get a good price on them now, and we talked about it on Sunday night when um, we had Hunter Brown uh, going, and then last night. Oh, sorry, no, it was, it was last night as well. Uh, Hunter Brown went. Ryan Nelson for Arizona, um, who then picked up the win. They beat the Padres five to nothing. Um, and there was one more as well, I can't think off the top of my head. Um, but then tonight we're going, uh, we're going back to the back to the well again with uh, with pitchers like Louis Varland. So yeah, we went against it the other night, and I don't know why, because on one hand we explained exactly 
um, why why we like doing it, and then kind of backed against them, and they both went and won. Um, and Ryan Nelson was a was a big price last night uh, for Arizona. So uh, Louis Varland, I'll be I'll be having a look at those prices tomorrow. Um, just a little um, aside that Captain Sanos joined in the chat. Aye, aye, Captain. Um, a couple of lines on the Yankees there that um, Andy Rizzo uh, has gone onto the IL. Um, and Stanton has a question mark over his head as well. So all is not rosy yeah. uh, for the New York Yankees. You gave but out really- a sh- shout to Insano too. There's uh, Michael in the chat as well. He's on Nationals alt line minus two and a half uh, yesterday, plus 480 that you guys gave out. So, uh, yeah, well, this is me single handedly <laughs> resurrecting the career of Annabelle Sanchez for the fourth week yeah. running. I know Big and Dylan laughed about that this week. Yeah, I mean, the bloke's pitched out of his skin. Um, I'm gonna to have to take him off the naughty step, you know. I'm gonna to have to get him back in the uh, get him back in the rotation. So, and then Rick is also in the chat saying that he hates the Brutus statue there on Dylan's desk too. I've told him a couple of times as well, and I think that's why he put it back there. So, yeah, and it's Rick, rough, rough first game. They didn't look like they were world dominators, right, Dylan? No, we they didn't allow us a point in the second half. I think everyone, like Aaron Rodgers, says, relax. It's week one. <laughs> All right, let's Rick, talk some baseball. Let's Rick, get into some un- of these lines. <laughs> unbelievably, Rick knew who Brian Oviedo was, that ex-Sunderland uh, <laughs> in Everton. I mean, I'm honestly, 10 million to one about Brian Oviedo getting a mention on tonight's pod before we started recording. Uh, okay, so we get to the main um, events now. Uh, the odds that we're going to give out are uh, coming from our headline sponsor at WinBet. Um, it's the perfect time to join WinBet to you will get $100. Um Free when you bet 100. The casino is open 24 hours a day as well. 100% deposit there, up to $1,000 in win. Has their first QB to throw for five touchdown bets. Um, so get across to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know that we sent you sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change. T's and C's at winbet.com. Must be 21 or old and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you are someone who has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. The free rule football contests are live for most people. One of them is dead to me. The college football contest, I I bowed out of that on Sunday night. Uh, $1,500 up for grabs in that one. And the NFL contest, five grand to the winner in a two-night stay at the Win Las Vegas. Uh, the Discord channel is the place you can sign up for those, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. And also, it's very much worth getting involved with the Elias Game Plan app. Now, you will be aware of their work. They are the official statisticians of US pro sports leagues, including the NFL. And the app will let you access things like team stats, player stats, head-to-head comparisons, uh, key insights as well from their own research team. Um, so loads of stuff over there. The NFL season is perfect for uh, you to download the Elias Game Plan app today. You'll get a special offer here, which is a 14-day free trial off a monthly subscription plan, but only if you use our code SGPN. So find the Elias Game Plan sports button in the App Store or Play Store and use the promo code SGPN. Okay, so we can find some proper picks here. 310 Eastern first pitch is the Milwaukee Brewers and the Colorado Rockies, where Eric Lauer, uh, left-handed pitcher, will take on Kyle Freeland, left-handed pitcher for the Rockies. The Lions are the Brewers plus uh, minus 140, Colorado plus 120, 
Tortlier is set at 11 and a half. Um, and I've got no idea who who's there. Hands up, who's taking the lead here? Uh, this is me. Okay, so, go for it. <clears throat> Milwaukee, they're 9 and 1 in the last 10 games against the Rockies. Six of their last seven games have hit the under. Colorado, they're 1 and 5 in the last six. Seven of their last nine games have cashed the under here. <clears throat> for me, I think I'm going the other way. I, I think I lean towards the over. Uh, Eric Lauer, he's going to struggle at Coors, in my opinion. Not only uh, does he not really trust his off-speed pitches, he's going to be pretty much uh, forcing fastball in Coors. Uh, but he's throwing each of his off-speed pitches under 18% of the time, and he gave up eight runs in his four-inning start in Milwaukee to this same Rockies team. He has a worse road ERA of 410 going to Coors. Just does not uh, mix up great for him here. And Kyle Freeland at home, he has a 624 ERA. I think we see the total fly over, knowing that this Rockies bullpen is also prone to giving up runs late in games. So just that's going to be my pick here. I'm not really going to take a side. Okay, well, I'll jump in there as well. Um, Exactly the same pick over 11 and a half. We've got a couple of 11s. I landed the under last night uh, in the Monday night game as my lock of the day, actually. Um, I don't really like Eric Lauer. I don't think he's very good. Um, and Kyle Freeland is um, not to be trusted uh, at home at all. So, yeah, I think um, we got to 10 last night, got to game finished 6-4, to four, but I think we can get over this total as well. So, I'll co-sign the over. Uh, Dylan, is it a team ride? Uh, team ride on the over, but my official play is I'm gonna. Oh, what? No, oh, my, I'm under? not that. No, no, it's over. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, over. no, no, you're good. I, I do agree with the over. I do think both pitchers will give up runs, but I, I like the Brewers here on uh, the money line. I was able to get a minus 130, minus 140 is probably the max I'd go with Eric Lauer. I do think. He is a little better than Kyle Freeland. He hasn't been terrible on the road. He gives up three, four runs, but he walks a lot of batters. That could get him into trouble. I think if he's able to keep the ball down, they could win this game. As for Kyle Freeland, he hasn't pitched well at all at home this season. In his last two starts, he's given up 11 runs and 10 innings. The Brewers, they've been playing decent ball, but whenever they play the Rockies, they're able to put some runs together. So I agree with the total. I made my total 11.8, so I do think we see some runs, but... Give me the Brewers here. Okay, All right, so-, so Malcolm, you ready for this little thing that we threw up our sleeve that Thursday podcast where we went fourteen and one? Yes, absolutely. Hit me. It's a team ride. Let's <laughs> <laughs> go. Is that the Perfect. the official? Team ride music. Yes, sir. It wasn't, yeah, uh, fantastic. Love it. Um, you know when you, I, I get brought up in the college experience, I got all these sound noises in their podcasts. I had to put in one or two of my own. So first official Sorry, sound bro. drop. Yeah, we'll. we'll yeah. I'm sure we'll annoy uh, everyone <laughs> to death with that one. That's the game anyway. 3.37 Eastern first pitch. The Atlanta Braves at the Oakland Athletics. Um, Spencer Strider. Goes for Atlanta and for Oakland. It's left-hand pitcher, friend of the show, Dylan. It is our mate, Ken Waldichuk. He's back. What a result. <laughs> we very much enjoyed Ken Waldichuk last week. Um, Atlanta are minus 271. Uh, Oakland behind Ken Waldichuk are plus 222. The total here is set at seven. 
Uh, Dylan, how can we not let you take uh, Ken Waldichuk? Yeah, I got to take Ken Waldichuk here. Uh, I'm not going to take the A's, no, but I do like, I'm going to attack the total. I got it at a six and a half, and I'm going to go over that. I made my line 7.1, so even at a seven, slight lean to the over. As good as Strider has been this year, he uh, he give, he does just give up one more run on average on the road than at home. But if you look at his last 13 games on the road, the over is 9-4 and four in those games. So as for our boy Ken, it is only a second start, and the Braves are going to be much different than going up against the Nationals. But the Braves, uh, I think they'll make them pay. I, I think both pitchers can give up a few runs here. We also have seven-mile-an-hour winds blowing out into uh, right field. So... Uh, I'm I'm rooting for Ken, but not in this spot. Give me the over. Okay, uh, Noah, this is your debut handicap in Ken Waldichuk. What do you think of him? Yeah, the, this thing is flying over my head. What do we have going on with Waldichuk here? What a I'm name! Not... <laughs> well, there was two A's. He was called Waldichuk, but then we were really disappointed that his first name was Ken. We wanted to be called <laughs> Aloysius or Sebastian or something exotic, not gotcha. Ken. Gotcha. He's just really disappointed. We might rename him. I'll rename Ken. Like Romeo Waldachuk or something would be tremendous. Because, <clears throat> yeah. I mean, looking at his minor league numbers, 6-4, and four, 284, 137 strikeouts uh, in 21 games. Looks pretty good. Um, I just I, I wanted to know what the whole Waldachuk hype was about, you know? It was nothing more than having a silly name, unfortunately. It was nothing big or clever. <laughs> All right. So, you know what? I, I think it looks promising. That's that's what I'll say. I like the under. Um, okay, well, I'm going to agree with you then. Um, there we go. <laughs> I was slightly concerned with Dylan's handicap because he made he made a good point, but I just think Spencer Strider's been great. He struck out yeah. a million batters last week, didn't he? And um, Ken Waldichuk pitched okay, I think. Did he go five? You only give up one run or... He's only got a 193 year array in the pros. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, just a second star. But what I've actually got here is the first five under. I think this could be a bit of a slow burn. I know Matt Olsen's struggling a little bit at the plate for Atlanta. Um, hasn't been hitting very well. I could do with him springing into life uh, for my fantasy playoffs. Uh, so, yeah, I think uh, Walderchuk can hold it together here. Um, and we can see this going under on the first five. Uh, next up is 407. Eastern first pitch, which is the Detroit Tigers at the LA Angels. Drew Hutchison gets the start for the Tigers and the lefty Patrick Sandoval goes for the LA Angels. Detroit a plus 170. The Angels a minus 202. Totally a set at eight and a half. Um, Hutchison is two and seven on the season as a 406 CRE, 82 innings and 53 strikeouts. Sandoval five and nine with a 302 ERA. Uh, 122 innings pitched, 127 strikeouts. Hutchison's going okay. Um, you get five innings out of him. He gives up between one and three earned runs. He's been improving. He's got a 360 road ERA as well. Um, he's actually pitched the majority of his innings on the road as well. So I kind of trust him a little bit better um, away um, away from Detroit. Um, Sandoval's been great. Uh, 139. ERA in his last five starts. He's only given up three earned runs in his last 22 innings pitched. He has a 167 ERA against AL Central opposition. Uh, decent sample size there as well, 27 innings pitched. Um, so this for me can go under. I was really pleased when I saw this number as big as it was because um, I think Sandoval can hold a weak Detroit lineup. 
And I'm expecting Hutchinson to be uh, to be steady. And again, I know the Angels put up 10 last night. If anything, that makes me like this a little bit more. It's almost like they've scored their runs for the week. Um, so I'm going to take the under eight and a half, Noah. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Hutchinson pitches better on the road. Three six, 367 road ERA. Sandoval, uh, in his last six games, has a 181 ERA. And one of those six games was a complete game four hit shutout against the Tigers. So we're definitely going under here. This one could be lockworthy at the end of the podcast for me. Nice. Lockworthy. Dylan, are we going to hear the trumpets again? Noah. We're going to cue it. Yep. <laughs> oh, no. Let's, let's play now. I tell you what, boys, if we're, if we're going to do that, we need to be a bit slicker with our presentation. You can't show. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Oh, there's no more. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I feel like that's gonna get old real quick. <laughs> about five. about five minutes ago for me. But yeah, go but on. Uh, yeah, I actually see. I actually see nine nines popping up. So if you're able to catch a nine, love yeah. that. I I got an eight and a half, and I'm gonna go under. Uh, I've mentioned it for weeks now on the pod. The unders for the Tigers game have been a cash cow. Uh, didn't catch for us last night, but as uh, Mal- Malcolm said, I love that they actually went over because now I just I'm going to hammer the under. Uh, you guys mentioned it. Sandoval just faced the Angels a few weeks back. Uh, Noah mentioned it went nine scoreless, only giving up uh, four hits, which is crazy. Again, the game ended one nothing. As for Hutchinson, he's pitched pre- um, pretty good on the road than at home this year, and most of the games have gone under. So I think we see a pitching duel. I think we see another close game. Gonna go under eight and a half, nine, whatever you can get. Captain Insano loves the trumpets. Give the people what they want. Right. Yeah, uh, I think the people love it. <laughs> They'll love it for the next week or so. <laughs> both of our both of our listeners have expressed an interest in the trumpets. Yeah, we got said... sideswiped by the Sports Gambling Podcast. They're live right now. So oh, are they? We, we were live first and they just Ooh, took wow. the audience. So unbelievable, that it? They're in uh, Vegas though, so it's fun. Vegas uh, sounds like a fun place to go. Might try it one day. Four ten <laughs> Eastern first pitch is the San Francisco Giants against the LA Dodgers. Alex Cobb draws the start for San Francisco, and the Doyers have Clayton Kershaw going to the mound. Left-handed pitcher. The lines are San Francisco plus two fifteen. Uh, LA Dodgers minus two fifty five. Total here is set at nine. Uh, and this is coming back to you, um, Noah. Yeah, San Francisco, they're on a four-game win streak competing for that NL wild card. They're trying to get back into this picture here. But the Dodgers, they're 8-1 and one in their last nine against San Francisco with a loss on Monday to the Giants. Um, <clears throat> they're 17-5 and five at home since the All-Star game, the Dodgers are. So uh, I, I think it just regresses back to the mean here with Kershaw on the mound. Alex Cobb, he's 5-6, and six, 381 ERA, 122 strikeouts, 34 walks in 118 innings pitched. He has a 139 ERA in his last four games, 531 ERA in two games versus the Dodgers this year. Then you got Clayton Kershaw, like I mentioned, 
Second game off the IL, seven and three on the year, two fifty nine ERA, ninety four strikeouts, eighteen walks, and ninety point one innings pitched. He's not going to go too deep after coming off the IL. Only went five innings in his first start, but in three games against the Giants this year, he has a three eighty five ERA. I think after sweeping the Phillies and winning one game in LA, the Giants are alive here. Jock Peterson's hitting five thirty eight in his four game win streak with two tanks. My pick is the Giant. Uh, the Dodgers, but I'm not going to bet it. I think the Giants are alive. Okay, Dylan, um, how do you feel about Noah's handicap? 100% agree. I don't think Clayton Kershaw should be over a 255 favorite. Um, that's ridiculous in my eyes. I only made the Dodgers a minus 140 favorite. Um, as for the total, I made my total 6.2. So I love the under nine. I think that's a little high. But even if you look at the Giants' uh, run line, plus one and a half, I got plus 112. I think that's great value there. Uh, I know Alex Cobb hasn't been the guy or the best on the road. He's lost twice to the Dodgers, but I think he could keep the Giants relatively close. The, the game just can't get out of hand. I, I don't think it will because I just don't know what we're going to get from Kershaw. Uh in his first start against the Mets, he wasn't bad, but he walked three batters in the first inning, and he just couldn't get any run run support for him. So I just want to see a little more out of him in his next two three starts. So uh, and the and out of the three starts, but uh, the Kershaw has went up against the Giants. Two of the three have gone under the number. So low scoring games when they do get together. I think we see another close game here. I think the Giants are alive. I think they're picking momentum up. So give, give me the under, and I, I like the Giants to keep it close here. And you see, I thought the complete opposite. I watched the Kershaw last week, and I was really enthused by his start against the Mets. I thought he pitched really, really well. Um, in fact, I think I faded him. was expecting him to be a little bit rusty, and he just wasn't. Obviously, like you say, he walked those three batters early on, but after that, I thought he was absolutely great. I'm expecting the same again tomorrow. This is one of those games that's at the middle of the series where I kind of I feel like I handicapped the series last night. And we handicapped the spot um, the and the trends on the Giants and the Dodgers. And Moon, I've pointed out rightfully that the Dodgers do own the Giants as well. Um, if you're going to take the Dodgers, you just have to take them on the run line. They'll always cover. Um, so that's exactly what I'm going to do here. I don't think it's uh, too chalky a play either, having the um, you two boys have both gone in the other direction. So, yeah, give me the Dodgers on the run line here. I picked the Dodgers. I didn't have the balls to put the Giants on the money line there. I just think the Giants are live. Fair enough. Um, Football season coming up. Uh, You need to watch all the football. The place you need to watch it is at Fubo TV. Uh, Fubo TV gives you complete coverage of college and pro football along with NFL Red Zone. Uh, all the games are in 4K, no extra charge. Uh, hundreds of channels, live sports and entertainment for a fraction of the price of cable. Uh, watch it on all your devices, including cloud-based DVR. No contract, no commitment to cancel at any time. Uh, try Fubo TV free for seven days and get 50% off your first month. Go to fubotv.com slash SGP. That's fubo, F-U-B-O TV.com slash SGP. Promoguide.us, another new sponsor here. Um, really straightforward, this, and why wouldn't you use it? Uh, Promo Guide will give you the uh, the biggest bonuses and direct you to all the best offers from um, all the different sports weeks. So all the risk-free deposits, $1,000 here, $1,000 there, odds boosts, um, and also the best analytics in the business as well. So that's Promoguide.us. 
which is your guide to betting smart. And finally, Sleeper. Uh, I'm absolutely certain everyone's been hammering Sleeper over the last few weeks, uh, getting, ev- getting our drafts in before the Thursday deadline. But they have integrated the over or under game that we've been telling you about for a while now. A really fun game where you can pick your player props and then win anything from two to 20 times your money. But they've integrated that into your fantasy experience. So if you've got a player on your roster uh, and you like them to have a good weekend, you can just click and add them and add a stake into the little over or under game. So um, a new a new thing to go with your, your fantasy team. And you can make a few money, uh, a few a few quid on the side as well. Um, what you need to do is go to sleeper.com slash SGP. Sleeper will automatically match that first deposit up to $100 uh, with the promo code SGP. Uh, sleeper.com slash SGP. T's and C's apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Next is the 410 Eastern first pitch. The Chicago White Sox and the Seattle Mariners. Uh, no pitcher for the White Sox. Either of you both seen anything yet? Oh, Michael Kopech, actually. So it's, a, sorry, officially a TBD pitcher uh, for the White Sox. I've got Michael Kopech going down. Uh, and Luis Castillo will go for Seattle. We have no lines um, with that pitcher being um, unofficial thus far. So we'll throw this across to Dylan. Um, and what can you tell us about this, Dylan, in the absence of that uh, White Sox pitcher? Yeah, so I did have Michael Kopex going. I saw him a little before we got on. Uh, my lines, I made the Mariners a minus 170 favorite. Minus one and a half is minus 119. Flip it for the White Sox. I made my total 7.6. So no lines up yet, but like I said, I did make the Mariners a pretty hefty favorite with Castillo on the mound. The White Sox, they did just take the first game of the series, but that was because of that long delay the Mariners had against the Guardians the day before. Uh, the Mariners, I think they are the better team right now. They're they're playing well at home. They're 35-29 straight up at home. Castillo, he's pitched a lot in a lot of low-scoring games recently. So I, I think this game can be close. But I just trust the Mariners a little more than the White Sox right now. So give me the home team. Give me the Mariners, depending on the price. Uh, nothing above a 150, though. Okay, so um, a decent case made there for, for Seattle as a home favorite, Noah. For me, I'm I'm not really going to go against this White Sox team without TLR five and one in the last six games, and they got my guy Michael Kopech on the mound. <clears throat> I just think this is team that's going to get that's going to get rolling in September here. Uh, Castillo is on the mound, which is going to inflate that Seattle price. Seattle is one of my favorite teams going right now, but I really think that I just have to trust my gut from the preseason that. This is a White Sox team that has the ability to get hot right now. They acquired Elvis Andrews, who has been playing great at shortstop in replacement of Tim Anderson. I'm going with the White Sox here as a dog. Um, it was Seattle for me as well. Um, the White Sox did get their win last night, but I'm still not in on them. I, I've, I've come down on the, the other side of this this argument. That, uh, I know you and Moonaf were, were sweet on the White Sox on the show you recorded on Thursday or Friday, and I, but I'm just not... I'm not really buying into it. I think it's a flash in the pan. And I think Seattle will get the ship right tomorrow and we'll get the win. 6-4 Eastern first pitch between the Boston Red Sox and the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, officially TBD again for Boston. Um, I believe it's Nick Pavetta going for the Red Sox. Jeffrey Springs, left-handed pitcher, will go for the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, no lines again, unfortunately, on this one. Um, I'll give you my handicap, Nick Pavetta. 9 and 10 on the year, 437 ERA. He's pitched 150 and a third, 145 Ks, 
Jeffrey Springs 7 and 4 with a 262 ERA, 106 and two thirds pitched with 117 strikeouts. Um, Pavet has been really inconsistent. His numbers are okay recently, 371 in his last five. But yeah, he's uh, he's been up and down like a bride's nightly. He's got a five earned run start, two starts ago. He had a three inning start just last time out. He only gave up four hits in one earned run there. So I'm actually sure if he was feeling an injury. Um, Jeffrey Springs has been good. Um, and the key stat in this entire handicap is he's been great at home. Uh, he's got a 191 home ERA. He had a bad start two outings ago against the Red Sox, but that was on the road. Um, so back um, in Tampa, he's a different pitcher. So no lines. I can't imagine he'll be hugely chalky, um, but I'll take the Tampa Bay Rays here on the money line as long as the line isn't too prohibitive, Noah. Yeah, Pavetta does pitch better on the road as well. And with both these pitchers pitching better in this specific environment and both offenses not threatening for me, I like the under. Okay. And Dylan, what were the Rockford lines telling us on this? Well, I didn't know Pavetta was going, but like you said, he's been a little inconsistent for me. Uh, I like the Rays. They're probably the right side. Nothing too chalky, though. I agree. I don't think they'll be that big of a favorite. Maybe like minus 140, minus 145-ish I could see. I think they have the pitching advantage with Springs, especially you mentioned it, how good he's been at home. And the Red Sox, you're just not a good road team. They're an under 500 team on the road. When they usually go to Tampa, they lose. So I'll probably stick with the Rays here, depending on the price. 6.45 Eastern first pitch, the Miami Marlins take on the Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, Two left-handed pitchers going, Trevor Rogers for Miami. And Bailey Falter will go for the Phillies. Lines are... Miami plus 150, Philly minus 179. Total here is set at eight. Uh, Noah, take us away with Miami at Philadelphia. Yeah, so the Marlins, they're on a seven-game losing streak here. Philly, they're 6-1 and one in their last seven games against Miami. They've covered the run line in five of those six wins, but they're 1-6 and six in their last seven games currently. Um, they're allowing the Giants to jump right back into this NL wildcard race, uh, only two games back of the Phillies. Miami is starting Trevor Rogers here, making his second appearance off of the IL. He's four and ten on the year, five fifty-seven ERA, eighty-eight strikeouts, forty-two walks, and ninety-three point two innings pitched. Um, in his first game off, Rogers looked great. Uh, he held the Rays to only one run in the in five innings. Uh, I know it's the Rays' offense, but. Uh, Rogers is a kid with a lot of talent in that arm, and he just didn't have a great start of the season. So coming off the IL, maybe he's just a new guy. Bailey Falter going for Philly, 3-3, three and three, 408 ERA, 52 strikeouts, 13 walks, and 57.1 innings pitched. He's a 261 ERA over his last four games. Personally, I'm staying away from this game, but my pick, I, I like the price on Miami for the money line, and I like the under as well. Just both these guys look like they're in good shape over the last few outings. So we've got one for the dog there, Dylan. Uh, how do you feel? Yeah, I do think there's value here with the fish. If you're able to get a plus 160, I only made the Phillies a minus 160 favorite. So if you're able to get a few more cents on the fish, I do think they're live, but my play is going to be another total. I'm going to go under eight. I made my line seven. Like you guys said, Trevor Rogers, he's looked decent in his first start back. 
I know you look at him like kind of a guy you might not want to back, but in his starts on the road, a lot of them have gone under. In his last start against the Phillies, only gave up four runs. The game ended 4 nothing. Another reason, mainly the, the sole reason I'm on the under is because I just don't trust the Marlins' offense. They've only scored two or more runs once in a week. And a third reason I like Thunder is because we got 10-mile winds blowing in from center field. Like I said, the Northeast, Philly's only about an hour away. It's going to be raining, very windy around here. So give me the under eight. I think that's very high. There we go. Wind handicaps. I like it. Yeah, I love all that. Um, a low-scoring <laughs> game um, often brings the underdogs into play a little bit more as well. I got the Marlins written down here. Uh, Captain Insano in the chat. Um Bigging up uh, Miami as well. Just everything you've said. Loved what Rogers did since he came back. I was disappointed with him early in the season. There was obviously something to miss with him because I was expecting better from him. And now he's come back off the aisle second time round. Hopefully he can finish out the season strong. Um, Miami do need, will win, have to win at some point. They can't lose forever. Um, and Philly also keep losing. And you wouldn't really trust Bailey Falter. There's no reason he should be that price. There it is. It's the team ride, including the chat room as well. So uh, give us, give me uh, Miami at plus 150. 7.05 Eastern first pitch. The Toronto Blue Jays and the Baltimore Orioles. Alec Manoa goes for the Blue Jays and Dean Kramer goes for Baltimore. Uh, Baltimore are a home puppy, Dylan, plus 135. Toronto minus 160. That's changed. Um, Told you I set it seven and a half. I reckon, Dylan, uh, you took Alec Manoa in the Blue Jays at minus 140 a little while ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I honestly <laughs> did. How do you know? I've, me, I've I read you like a book. I'm a very good uh, judge, mate, is what it is. Yeah. I'm a very good judge. Yeah, Matt, Matt spot on. A little chalky here, boys, but it was honestly the only choice I could make for this one. So I took the Blue Jays minus 140. I made him up to a minus 160 favorite. Both teams are fighting for that wild card spot. But starter against starter, I got to give the edge to Manoa. I, I just like his overall body of work a little better than Kramer. Kramer's been really well, but the Orioles do seem to play well when he is on the mound, which scares me a little. But a little revenge factor for the Blue Jays and Manoa. His last two starts against the Orioles, the team lost both of those games. Uh, but the Blue Jays, they have won five in a row, including the first two of the series. With their ace on the mound, I think they got the momentum. I think they got confidence. I think it should be a close one, but give me the Blue Jays to keep it rolling. Yeah, I've got. This seems to be this thing. If I see a number early on, because I, I know I handicap my games seven or eight hours often before you two, and if I see a number that's clearly wrong or I feel it's wrong, um, you tend to spot it as well, Dylan. Um, I've noticed this over the last few months. And I've got written down Alec Manoa at minus 140. It's far too good a price. And I just had a feeling that is exactly something that you would have honed in on. You've seen him have the uh, the sharp eye there. So that has moved to 160. But I'm going to I'm going to stick to my guns and put it out as the minus 140 uh, that I took earlier on. So maybe have a little shop around for that one. Um, Noah, did you uh, come down on Toronto as well? I see the writing on the wall. I'm talking to two sharps, and I'm just the public guy. I, I see both guys, really good arms on the mound. I'm a college pitcher myself, so that's where my eye goes to, is I love taking unders. And Creamer at home has a sub-3 ERA. Manoa on the road, sub-3 ERA. Both guys in great shape. Malcolm, you just said it in the last, in the last analysis. 
it's a low scoring game. It means that the Baltimore Orioles are live. And that's no, this no. team is an under team. I'm going to take the plus money on the Orioles all day long, especially since Dylan just mentioned that they've beaten Manoa twice already this year. Come on, guys. I'm going Baltimore and under. Wow. I do Baltimore agree with that picked, under. De- deprived us of the trumpets. I also think that um, <laughs> Toronto, every game. Toronto did seem to have Baltimore's number yesterday. And I think they are as, as fun as Baltimore have been. Uh, Toronto are just a little bit of a better team. If I if I see a better pitcher with a, um, and a better lineup, that sometimes it's so straightforward. That's one of my favourite combos to look at. That's If I can tick those boxes off early doors, I can often stop handicapping at that, that point. As long as the price isn't too egregious and a minus 140 wasn't for a better pitcher on a better team. So uh, I'll stick with that. 7-4 Eastern first pitches, the Cincinnati Reds and the Chicago Cubs. Mike Miner, lefty, will go for the Reds. And Javier Assad, um, for the Chicago Cubs. I don't think there's any lines on this. No, there's no lines at all. Javier Assad was um, confirmed very, very, very recently um, in this game here. So I've got no lines at all, um, no handicap at all for it. Who's handicapping this one for Me. us? I had a Go for earlier. It. Uh, okay, it what have confirmed. you got? So I've got, I've got this game handicapped just without lines. So... Uh, Cincinnati, they're two and five in their last seven games on the road. The Cubs, they're one and eight in their last nine games outright. Uh, Mike Miner is on the mound for Cincinnati, three and ten, five ninety eight ERA, sixty seven strikeouts, thirty one walks, and eighty four point one innings pitched. He's a five fifty six ERA in August. But in saying that, his last two starts, he was great. Um, so. You know, is he figuring something out? I don't know. Then you go over to Chicago, and they have Javier Assad going, and he's had two starts and then one relief appearance. He has a 0.9 ERA, six strikeouts, six walks, and 10 innings pitched. He faced St. Louis twice and Toronto once. Assad has faced tough competition in three appearances, so I slightly lean Chicago first five, but uh, no bet for me in this game just because – I don't know what's going to happen. Both these bullpens blow, so they could just blow a lead in the later innings. But just off the first five, I like Javier Assad more than uh, Mike Miner. Okay, Dylan Reds at the Cubs. Ugly want to handicap this. Yeah, 100% agree with Noah and everything. I think Cubs do have the pitching advantage. and Mike Miner's not a guy I want it back. I, I expect them to open up a, a decent-sized favorite at home. I know the Cubs have been struggling, but... I made the Cubs a minus 150 favorite. I I think they do have the pitching advantage. And I like the angle that he took with the first five, get in, get out. Don't don't get involved with the bullpens because you don't want to trust those bullpens. So I'm going to tell Noah here. It's a game probably I won't have action on because it's just an ugly game. But for the show, I'll I'll take first five Cubs. Yeah, what I feel is happening with Mike Miner is that – He's going to become my new project, like uh, Annabelle Sanchez. I fixed Annabelle Sanchez. Um, I have resurrected his career and sent him off into the big wide world like a proud father. And I'm now taking Mike Miner under my wing. I faded him the last couple of times when he's been absolutely brilliant. So I'll do it again tomorrow. I'll fade him tomorrow, enabling him to put a stellar start um, up. I will take Assad and the Chicago Cubs on the money line. They will be favourites, but I don't think they'll be that chalky. Um, even Just name recognition, really. Uh, so we'll have to see. But yeah, not a strong play. I won't be throwing uh, fortunes on it. Like, uh, But yeah, that, that'll be my pick. 
Next up, we have 7.45 Eastern first pitch. The Washington Nationals at the St. Louis Cardinals, where Corey Abbott will go for the Nationals and Jordan Montgomery, left-handed pitcher, goes for St. Louis. St. Louis are short. Minus 3.20. Washington plus 2.52. Total here is set at eight. Um, Dylan, can you make a case for the Nats at all here? No. I hate the Nationals. Uh, I'm going to continue to back Montgomery and the Cardinals here. The Cardinals, they've won every game Montgomery has started since coming over from the Yankees. Cardinals, they're 3-2 and two on the run line when he starts at home in St. Louis. You know, the Nationals have been playing better, but the Cardinals have been playing just as good. The Nationals will start to regress to their normal self a below-average team. And as for Corey Abbott, most likely a bullpen game for the Nationals. I don't expect him to go too many innings. I don't think the Cardinals will go another day without scoring runs like they did yesterday. So give me them the bounce back. Cardinals at home, minus one and a half at minus 120. Um, exactly the same play. St. Louis on the run line for me. I think Washington had their win for the series um, yesterday. St. Louis either score none or 11. Uh, there's never, they're the only two numbers they ever score. What's going on? They, they never I don't know. just have a middling thing. So anyway, tomorrow's going to be an 11 day. Uh, so give me the cards on the run line, Noah. I'm on the opposite side here, guys. Um, Washington, the reason why that Dylan hates Washington is because they just <laughs> spoiled the Mets this weekend. Took <laughs> two of three. True. They've won five of their last six against the Mets, the Cardinals, and they took two from Oakland. But still, this is a, a team that has been, you know, cashing money line underdogs of 200 or more for four straight games, guys. How can we fade this? I'm going Nationals. I'm going over. Okay, yeah, you, you're absolutely right. You know, uh, it's uh, I'm not I'm not changing my pick because at the same time you're absolutely wrong. But part of what you said are uh, <laughs> do, do makes sense. <laughs> Eight ten Eastern first pitches the Cleveland Guardians um, and the Kansas City Royals. Um, Cleveland are TBD. Um, I've got no one at all. Actually, they're. A, Absolutely nothing at all there. Zach Greinke uh, will go for Kansas City. So we have no um, lines at all. And I've got no clues going for Cleveland, so I'm going to cut that off uh, there. Um, Dylan or Noah, did you see a picture for this or did you have anything at all? No, Zach I did see Zach Greinke going. Yeah. Yeah, Zach Greinke, that's all I know. I saw Zach Plesek early in the morning. Now I'm seeing Morris... Going he for them, the so they're, they're coming. Oh. Okay, yeah. So he punched I, honestly, the ground after giving up the bomb. Yeah, he's got like a boxing fracture on his knuckle. Um, he pulled a, a Chris Sale throwing yeah. a temper tantrum. <laughs> that was that was hilarious in the dugout in the minor leagues. But uh, yeah. my my reasoning for just screaming <laughs> Zach Granke way out of context is two five home ERA. <laughs> Um, so the Royals are going to be a dog. The Royals lineup is feisty. I've said this for like a month straight now. I'm going with the Royals. I don't even need to know the pitcher for Cleveland here. Well, funny you should say that because I was dying to take the Royals. I was a side-handed captain this game, got through Grinky. I put him down as a 198 home ERA. Um, I think he's pitched 54 and two thirds as well. So he's done a lot of his pitching at home and has a great record there. Um, and 
I, w- I was going to take. I was all set to take him. I just wanted to see which middling Cleveland pitcher we were going to get beat. Um, but I wasn't able to do that. So um, when I do see a middling Cleveland pitcher uh, tomorrow, that uh, that I'll be looking to take possibly Kansas City in that one. Yeah, I mean, honestly, just keep your eye out for a September call-up. I didn't do any research on some of uh, Cleveland's uh, farm, but they have some good arms down there. Uh, that they could just bring up for this spot. Uh, again, Dylan said this could have been Plesak's spot in the rotation. He just landed on the IL. So, yes, that's my analysis there. Uh, fair enough. How many games? Two games left. Uh, Tim has joined us in the chat. Tim, how are you doing? Tim will be having a pizza bit on the Nationals tomorrow, uh, not wanting to get involved with the cards, which is fair enough. Right, I don't know what's going on with this next game, 8-10 Eastern first pitch between the Texas Rangers and the Houston Astros. Officially a TBD pitcher. Um, my sources have got nothing at all. Um, Christian Javier is going for Houston, but I am seeing some lines, so um, there may be a pitcher that I don't know about. I've got Texas at... Plus 235, Houston minus 280. And the total here is set at eight. So, um, Dylan, are you seeing a picture for Texas at all? And did you did you get a handicap on the game? Because I have nothing for this. Yeah, I'm actually seeing... Um, I'm actually seeing... Uh, I thought I was seeing Dallas Keuchel. I, I put down in my notes... No, they, they cut him. They DFA'd him. Okay, so now and now yeah, because now I'm seeing Cole Raggins or Cole Reagans going. No, okay, the Rangers. That but, would fit with the prices, I think. Yeah, yeah, that would. Regardless and I'm actually kind Astros of bummed on now the, on the run line. What you're bummed because you wanted to see Dallas Keuchel? No, well, yeah. I mean, honestly, like we love yeah. that guy, but uh, <laughs> you make a lot of had, money feeding him. We had a collective like. Uh, memorial for Keiko being DFA'd in the Discord channel the other day. So that's how I knew <laughs> he was DFA'd. But um yeah, I was kind of hoping that this was going to be a spot with uh Texas, like a September call up for one of these interesting arms that I had written down. I was like, they could bring up Jack Leiter, who's been great in the minors. He's in double A right now. Uh projected to make his appearance in the MLB in twenty twenty three. You know, that's a perfect spot to just bring him up, get his feet wet in uh September here. Or they could have gone with Owen White or Cole Wynn, just the exact same thing as Jack Leiter, but I guess it's going to be Cole Reagans, who's another young guy. I'm not going to be upset with that. They're just getting their, uh, you know, interesting, I'll say interesting farm going here. Texas, they're on a nine-game losing streak. They're 1-7 in their last eight against Houston. Uh, Houston 6-1 and one in their last seven games outright. 9-2 and two in their last 11 at the juice box. Uh, Texas, they have a... To be determined pitcher, like we mentioned, could be Cole Reagans. But uh Houston is starting Christian Javier. He's eight and nine with a three oh seven ERA, 157 strikeouts, 44 walks in 120.1 innings pitched. He's a two ninety ERA in August. I, I mean, I need to know if Reagans is pitching, because if I do, I'm gonna end up going Houston's run line here. Um, but if it's one of those three guys that I mentioned earlier, one of those young guns, um, I'd be all over the value on a young arm from Texas. Um, do you know, and I'm not putting you on the spot here, what's happened to AG Alexi at Texas? No, I don't. Okay, because obviously um, 
he was uh, last September. He was the darling of the show. Uh, me and Moonaf and um, Dave Sharapan, the sportsbook consig came on and um, independently it all kind of stumbled across AJ Electric. You kept winning at plus 200 for about five starts in a row. Um, so I don't know where he's gone and why he's not been back um, unless he's crocked or something. Um, look up I wouldn't, don't, I wouldn't. Don't worry about it. We'll move on. Uh, Dylan, did we give you a, a, a chance at this Texas Houston game yet? Yeah, it was pretty simple. Uh, kind of same thing as uh, Noah. Houston, they've owned Texas. Even if it's Cole Reagans or one of the new guys, I love Christian Javier in this spot. Uh, I also like the under as well. I think this could be a low-scoring game. Houston plays a lot of low-scoring games. I set my total at seven point six, but give me uh, Houston on the run line minus one twenty. Good news uh, for you, Malcolm. Uh, AJ Alexi was just optioned up from the Rangers uh, Round Rock Express, so they've called him up. So he's okay. in their stable. Uh, it was a September call-up. We just haven't seen him yet. Oh, excellent. We'll be uh, announced August 30th. Right then. So when we sing his name, we'll be ready to empty our purse all over <laughs> AJ Alexi. Uh, that's fun. Um, it's a it's a K prop uh, for Christian Javier uh, for captain and saying like he's on that. my fantasy team. Um, so I hope you're right, captain. Um, final game here, 8.40 Eastern first pitch. The Arizona Diamondbacks at the San Diego Padres. Uh, Tommy Henry. Left-handed pitcher, one of Noah's guys, goes for the D-backs. Hugh Darvish is on the bump for San Diego. Arizona, plus 177. The Padres are minus 210. Totalier is set at eight. Uh, Tommy Henry, three and three on the season, 483 ERA. He's pitched 31 and two-thirds with 23 strikeouts. Hugh Darvish has a record of 12 and seven with 326 ERA, 162.2 pitched, 162 Ks. Um, Tommy Henry got smacked about last time um, against Philadelphia. Seven earned runs he gave up in just four innings. But he's been great before that. Um, and I don't know has talked a good game about him. So I can I'll put my faith in him. I, I think that might be an outlier, maybe just a few teething problems. I think he's done enough um, starts before that to earn a little bit of trust from us. Darvish has been really steady um, without being spectacular. He's been better at home as well, you Darvish. Um I want to take the Henry bounce back spot here, but I can't take Arizona against you Darvish's home record, um, which meant I wasn't able to come down on a side. Therefore, um, it was either the full game under uh, eight or a, even more so a lean towards a first five under. I'm not too sure about the D-backs bullpen. Uh, so I'll take a first five under here. I think Tommy Henry can go well. And I expect a decent start from you, Darby. So under on the first five, Dylan. Yeah, as for the total, I set my total at 8.1. It was right at my number. So I stayed away from this. But dog dog of the day, Malcolm, give me the Padres minus one and a half, plus 130. Love you, Darvish, at home in this spot. He's looked great. He's looked great against the Snakes in his three starts. The Padres won two of those three games, and they covered the run line in both wins. Uh, the game they lost, he got no run support. He went six scoreless innings without giving up a hit. So I think I think their lineup is better than the Snakes. Now for Tommy Henry, he finally had a bad game, like you mentioned in his last start against the Phillies. So I just don't know if he's gonna how he's gonna respond to that. Some young guys pick up, some guys bounce back. I want to pick on him just a little here. So give me the Padres as my dog of the day, minus one and a half. Uh, and Noah, finally, what do you feel here? 
Yeah, so I was frantically trying to find my analysis on Henry's last <laughs> start. I have a full notebook that I've used up um, from SGPN. That's two now since I was hired in January. So I'm on my third. Fresh page, first page. But I'm, nice. fuck, I'm, I'm positive that Henry, I faded him because I was like, a blow-up start is coming. And the Phillies crushed left-handed pitching. I think this is a complete bounce back spot for my guy. He's faced very tough competition in his six starts so far in the MLB guardians. And then he mopped up the Pittsburgh pirates, seven innings only gave up four hits, one run. Then he goes two cores only gives up three, three runs Then he's got the Cardinals, the white Sox, and the Phillies, three straight teams that murder left-handed pitching. I think the Padres have a mediocre uh, hitting lineup against left-handed pitching. This is a huge dog spot dog spot for my guy, Henry. I'm going with the D-backs here. I think they can take advantage of this big, juicy price. I love it. Um, Captain Insano is flexing. He's got Tommy Henry on his first place fantasy team. Um, if I if I hold on to my lead this week, and I did get off to a hot start, as we discussed earlier, I will play the captain in the semi-finals next week. So uh, looking forward to a bit of... Um, I'm going to have to stay relatively sober on certain teams if I need to set a lineup <laughs> while I'm in Vegas. You've got an advantage next week, Captain, because I'm going to be off me tits most of the time. Um, so it's let's see true. how that works. <laughs> it's, it's funny because it's true. Um, right, okay. Um, lock and dog uh, picks to come in a matter of moments. Um, I'm going to tell you about Run Your Pool first. Uh, the home of competition for sports fans and their social circles. They offer Pick'em Survivors fantasy pools Um here at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, we've teamed up with Run Your Pool to host a SGPN NFL Survivor Contest, um, which you can reserve your spot. Um, $500 cash, $250 gift certificate to the winner. Um, so sign up at play.runyourpool.com slash SGPN. Play.runyourpool.com slash SGPN. And finally, Odds Trader. Odds Trader is a great tool for comparing odds from all major sports groups and also comparing sign-ups and promo codes so you get the best value for your money. Uh, once you've done all that and you get started, you'll want to take advantage of the uh, player stats, key game stat injury reports, game day weather, uh, live scoring, play-by-play updates, all things like that, and the bet tracker, which is a great tool as well. Um, oddstrader.com slash bluewire. Odds Trader is the number one site. For all of your game day bets. Okay, so this is going to be the last lock and dog picks while I am on these scepter dials of the United Kingdom for a few days. So let's make them good, boys. Dylan, lead us off. Yeah, so like I just said, I'm going to take the Padres as my dog of the day. I just think you, Darvish, at home. I just think this might be a bad spot for the Snakes. Uh, I'm going to take that minus one and a half. And as for my lock, I'm going to go with the total here. We mentioned it earlier as one of our team rides. Tigers, Angels, under nine, under eight and a half, whatever you could get. Love it. Tigers, they've been a cash cow for unders this whole year. Uh, Angels, I think they got all the runs they got out of them last night, scoring 10. And Patrick Sandoval, he's just been amazing. Last time he uh, faced them, went the full game, only giving up four hits. Game ended one nothing. I think Hutchinson has been better on the road. Love this total under. Okay. Uh, Noah. I'm 
Are you on it? <laughs> we have a triple. Uh, I don't think so. No. Okay. So just a double you went lock. To too but, soon. Just a double lock, but that's why I wanted to play it. Double okay. in in the lock dog segment. Going. I mean, Sandoval threw a nine inning complete game shutout in his last appearance against the Tigers. Hutchinson's better pitcher on the road. Just repeat everything that Dylan said. That is my lock. Um, for my dog, though, I think I put my name on quite a few dogs, but I didn't stamp like, hey, I'm betting this dog. So I have to go through all of my dogs just from this podcast. I had the D-backs. I had the Orioles. I had the Marlins. I had the Tigers. I didn't give that one out, but that's just my pick for the game. Um, and then my favorite one, I think, was the Royals, but there's no line on that one. So you know what I have to do? I have to go to the team that's been hot as a plus 200 dog. We're going with oh, no. the Nationals against our beloved Cardinals. I just Whoa. feel like this is a good oh. enough spot to just go with a big dog. So um, they've won five of the last six games against good competition. They've uh, beat the Cardinals. They beat, the I think it was the Phillies, and two games against the Oakland Athletics during this little hot stretch. So we're going to ride the hot hand and go with the Nationals there. Well, let the big dogs eat. No, I love it. Um, my lock is going to be, although this price has moved, uh, I'm going to take the Toronto Blue Jays with Alec Manoa. Um, minus 140, the shift at the minus 160, so maybe um, something in between, and we can talk play that unit and a half play that we often talk about at that price. Um, it's one of my favourite handicaps. Uh, slightly better team, slightly better pitchers here, so give me the... Um, Give me the Blue Jays and that's it. You guys are the Sharps. You're calling me public. I was all over the Orioles, so go ahead and take that. You were, mate. Um, <laughs> and I was struggling a little bit for dogs. I, I was uh, not as certainly not as many as you had to choose from, Noah. Uh, but I'm going to go to Miami. I think we all fancied them. I think it was yeah. a it was a trumpet situation. Um, so on the grounds, neither of you two have called them out as an official dog on the show. I'm, I'll head in that direction. Just enjoyed what Trevor Rogers did last time, and I don't see why he can't do it again. Miami have to win at some point, and Bailey Fault is hardly a big name. Um, low scoring game, which gives the dog a chance. So uh, give me Miami at plus one fifty. And that, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, is the end of the show. So thank you very much, Dylan. Thank you, Noah. Uh, thanks, everyone, who's tuned in and chirped up in the uh, in the chat as well. Uh, Dylan, what's happening for you the rest of the evening, apart from uh, sorting out that upgrade to first class for me? Yeah, just, uh, we'll, get, we'll get right on that. Um, but <laughs> I want to know, nothing's going on the rest of the day. Just relax in uh, shitty weather, like I said, out here. But... um. I got to know, since you are going out to Vegas, what's your week one best bet in the NFL? Like, if you if I had to go in my mom's room, take all of her money and put it on a play, what should it be? The SGP podcast hasn't come out for Nelkin to ride anything, right? Not yet, but I am. I mentioned to you just off air, I am keen on the Carolina Panthers um, minus minus two minus revenge two and a half. Spot. He's on the revenge spot. You got yeah. you said that was nope. yes, but that's a yeah exactly yeah spot. not because of that. Um, yeah, it's because yeah. of that. Come on. Yeah, I see uh, two and a halfs out there, Mal. <laughs> yeah, so I'd say two and a half. I think the Titans minus five and a half is a great play as well. Um, so yeah, they'd be my they'd be my two that I've got my eye on so far. Hopefully, I've got enough. Um, 
gunpowder left in the clip to fire to fire some bullets on Sunday night that I hope I haven't uh, I'm not lying in the gutter all the the book doesn't take card always have cash (laughs) yeah I just hope I haven't been shot in the car wash or something Uh, (laughs) Noah uh, what's happening alright so for tonight it's Tuesday night miracle session we got the Dana White's contender series but uh, I mean last week I don't have a play or anything like that. Just tail Gumby in the discord channel. But um, last week when we were doing this, like a little ending of the podcast, Dylan and I gave out Michigan state spread. So just be wary. It might be, who knows what happens with Malcolm and Vegas. We're going to be doing a maybe podcast together on the weekend. So we might mm-hmm. be just throwing out college football and NFL plays on this one as well. So who knows? But I mean, he he cashed UConn the week before too, and you so. laughed at me. <laughs> I know I did. Laughed I thought at it was me. Too crazy, but I I mean, yeah. seems like we're some sharps here. But yeah, and so. that casino, I love it. Love the casino. <laughs> <laughs> Slots. Uh, well, so, brilliant boys. Appreciate all of that. I hope the I've I hope you have a safe flight to yes, Vegas, flight. and uh, and don't forget don't... to bring us back something. All that money. <laughs> oh, just just yeah, don't yeah. Run, just don't run to the blackjack tables as soon as you get there. Off the hey, it's going to be a challenge, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> wheel wheels are up in nine hours and twenty four minutes. So uh, very much this time. I might, in fact, uh, see you down the roads. Cheers. Mm-hmm.